0: It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.
1: Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon. Simon, c'est Simon in French. That's the same for the accent. So, welcome to The Rendezvous. I want to share a philosophy of mine that has helped me through the last almost nine months, I believe. Since I've been alone here in my house in the Midwest with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis. uh, You can see him, actually. Uh, my only companion for the last nine months is on the uh, social media of the Rendezvous, at Rendezvous Radio. Uh, and and uh, I figure that we got to look to find A Joie de Vivre. And here's what I do. I listen to my favorite music. I watch my favorite shows. I cook for myself my favorite food. And I, sometimes I talk to myself too. By myself, it's not silly, but I do, it helps. And uh, sometimes I dance a little. So anyway, my point is, We're going to keep the faith, keep our strength, and keep our joie de vivre. And that's the secret of going through tough times. That's what I do. Any questions about you love life? 855-905-8255. You have a question about your relationship? Please call me now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Maggie.
0: Bonjour, Simon.
1: Bonjour, Maggie. What's going on? How can I help you tonight?
0: Yeah, so I've just started seeing somebody new, and he's just really hard to schedule with. Um, Like, every time we want to try and put something together, it seems we have to go back and forth, like, multiple times, and it'll take him, like, you know, he'll go, like, eight hours without responding to a text about trying to figure out, like, when we can meet. And I'm kind of getting the vibe that, like... I don't know, maybe I'm just not that much of a priority and mm-hmm. you know he's not really making time or am I being weirdly overly sensitive about it and he's just actually busy and and making too much out of nothing.
1: Well, um, have you ever been in the other situation where you were not that into a guy and you would answer once in a while? Have you ever been on the other side? Yeah. Uh-huh. And, I
0: mean, to be honest, I feel like usually when I forget to respond to people for, like, a long time or whatever or, like, have to put off seeing them, it's usually because I'm not that into it and I'm not willing to, like, make <laughs> the time. It's like, ah, oh, when it's convenient, sure.
1: That's my point. So, that,
2: yeah. That's okay. my point.
1: So, you know in your intuition, you, c- you can see the signs. I mean, we all the same. When we are interested in somebody… We make the other person feel like you know we care, and we are you know mm-hmm. exchanging in a normal pace. When, like you said, we forget or it takes forever to answer, we just don't care. So my advice to you is is just you know move on and find somebody who uh, is mutually attracted to you.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like where my head was, and I guess I kind of was hoping to get a different answer, well, but I think I think you're right.
1: I think, yeah, I, I don't want to mislead you. I mean, I could have misled you and, yeah. and, and say, you know, oh my God, wait, don't be over, you know, need But, you know, I'm a guy, you're a woman. I know how it works. <laughs> it has yeah. happened to me too on both parts being, being the one sending a message and, and the woman would not answer me for a few days or being the one not interested and in not paying attention. So I, I get it. So that's why I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but I don't want you to wait for nothing.
0: Yeah, I get it.
1: So, all right. Well, Maggie, thank you for calling. Good luck to you, and have a good night.
0: Thanks, Simon. You too.
1: Coming up, I am going to go answer Lulu's Instagram DM question because her girlfriend is asking questions, and she doesn't know if she should answer or not. So we'll get to her Instagram DM next. So I got an Instagram DM at one of radio from Lulu who says, Bonjour, Simon. My girlfriend wants to know all about my personal life with my exes. And I feel uncomfortable because I think something should be kept private. She thinks I'm hiding something from her. I'm really not. So should I just tell her everything to keep the peace or not? Please advise. Lulu, thanks for the DM. Uh, And good question. Should you tell your new partner everything about all your exes or not? I'll tell you what I think next. So I got an interesting Instagram DM question from Lulu because her girlfriend uh, wants to know everything about her past with her exes, everything. And Lulu goes, I'm not really comfortable sharing everything about you know my exes with my new partner, so should I or should I not, just to keep the peace? Here's my advice. Very French, of course, but the French says, Il y a un jardin secret. There is a secret garden. Il y a un jardin secret. There is a secret garden in life, which means what happens before you guys were together, Uh, should not be shared if you're not comfortable with it because it's nobody's business, right? It's before you guys met. It's before you guys were exclusive. So my advice is to say, no, I'm not going to share everything, and let's focus on us today, here and now. Let's leave the past to the past and enjoy the present. That's what a relationship is about, here and now. So, Lulu, stand your ground and also show there's laws and limits in every relationships that you decide are good for you or not. That's my advice. You call the next. If something romantic happened to you, please call me and share it on the rendezvous. Eight five five nine zero five eighty two fifty five. Bonjour Sandra.
3: Bonjour Simon. How are you?
1: I am good. Welcome to the rendezvous. I understand something romantic happened to you. What what happened? Yes,
3: I'm. I'm actually so glad that I got through and I got to talk to you because I need to brag on my partner for a minute.
1: Oh, good. Um, Yes.
2: So,
3: yeah. So, last week, well, a little bit of backstory. So, my partner has been working actually double time uh, due to COVID-19. A lot of people got left behind and and, uh, laid off and things at his job. And so, he got extra time at both of his jobs. So, he's just been constantly crazy busy and we live an hour and apart, so Mm -hmm. we don't get a lot of time together right now, and um, he texted me in the middle of the day last week, and he asked me if I had time, if I was going to be awake at 11 p.m., and I said, yeah, and he goes, okay, well, I have a surprise for you, and I thought that he was just going to be calling me with, you know, something good that happened at work, he got a promotion, what have you.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, he shows up at my house at 11 o'clock at night, and mm-hmm. He just says, get in. I get in the car. He drives me out to a park. I joked, are you going to murder me? You know, um, and I uh, <laughs> wow. get out to this little park and he has um, two lawn chairs, a picnic blanket and a picnic basket that he has filled with drinks. He picked up my favorite bottle of wine. I was just like uh... "Why well, going to this park with this picnic blanket at 11 p.m. And um, turns out he had found out there was that meteor shower that happened last week. And he had timed it so we would catch the meteors in the best possible place. He had picked out the park ahead of time, the time to go to watch them, everything. And we just sat out there and had this incredibly relaxing moment alone together, just watching shooting stars and having drinks.
1: I love that. How did that make you feel?
3: It was just, it was incredibly special because I think a lot of times right now with everything that's going on, a lot mm-hmm. of couples, they have to um, plan their time together, you know, and and so yeah. it, it can feel very regimented, um, mm-hmm. so that, that spur-of-the-moment surprise just, I felt incredibly, incredibly special.
1: And listen, you are, and, and he did good. I hope you prepare a surprise for him too soon, that like... You got to reciprocate the romance, right? You got to think of something to get him too.
4: Oh,
3: I need to. I do little things, but I need to do something big for him to say thank you. You for need that.
1: to go that big. They'll go big or go home, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, Sandra. Thank you so much for sharing that wonderful story at the park. And I must say, the guy is a keeper. He did really good.
3: Oh yeah, I'm keeping him. Thank you so much, Simon.
1: Coming up, I am going to go listen to a voicemail from Jane because she has a question for me about a guy. So her voicemail is next. If you have a question for me, and I'm in 24-7-365, all you got to do is dial 855-905-8255 and leave me a voicemail, just like Jane did. Take a listen.
0: Bonjour, Simon. Um, this is Jane. Um, I live in Kansas, and... Last year, I was living in L.A., and there was this guy that I've known, and he and I were good friends. And right before I left, I felt like there was something happening, and we were starting to flirt a little bit, maybe. And then I moved away, and so I never, you know, approached or said anything. And then in the last few months, we've just been chatting a ton, and I really feel like there's still a spark there. And I keep going back and forth about whether or not to say anything to him. But then one of my really close friends told me that he already knows that I have a crush on him. And so I was just wondering what you think. Should I tell him? (laughs) I will be listening to see what you say. Thanks.
1: Thanks, Jane. Yes, it's a good question. Uh, Should you tell a guy you like him when he already knows that you have a crush on him? So that's a good question. I'll answer next. So what should you do if you like Jane? You're a woman, you like a guy, you've been friends with the guy for a while, he knows you have a crush on him, but yet he hasn't made a move, a pass at you. He hasn't. Should you then tell him you like him or not? That's the question Jane left me on my voicemail. Here's my advice. The guys that 99.9% usually going to tell you and make a pass at you if they want to go out with you. I'm a guy, I know that's how it goes. If he hasn't done it, um, my advice is to not make the pass or tell him you like him. But uh, on the contrary, next time you see him, you can flirt a little more, but nothing more than that. Or you might feel rejected, you might feel humiliated, and you might even you know, lose the friendship. Now remember that. There's an expression who says, you snooze, you lose. If he doesn't make a pass at you, it's his loss. And then you'll find somebody else. That's what the universe wants for you. So I'm not worried. Let's see what happens. But please don't tell him you like him. I don't feel that's a good idea right now. That's my advice. Uh, we'll see what happens. You call that next. Bonjour, Tatiana.
2: Bonjour, Simon. So I was wondering if you might be able to give me some advice um, on meeting my partner's family. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for almost a year and a half now. I have not met his parents, who do live in another state, I will say. Um, but my boyfriend has met my you know, my family, um, and I have not, I feel like I have not met his, and I want to meet his parents, and I want him to want that for us, and my question is, you know, how do I express to him that it's important to me without pressuring him and without making it seem like he just Mm -hmm. has to, like, force this to happen, you know, I want him to want that, so is there any advice you can give me on how to have that type of conversation with him?
1: Um, How long have you been with him?
2: Almost a year and a half.
1: Um, You've met some of his friends? Have you met his brother or sister? Have you met anybody of his own world or nobody at all?
2: Yes, Yes, I've met his friends and I'm very close with his brother who lives where we live. It's just his parents, you know, it's important.
1: Yes, I understand. Um, Have you discussed that with him before? and Have you had a casual conversation about it?
2: We have, and I've tried to choose my words carefully because again, I just don't want to pressure him into it, but I've made little comments like you know it would be it would be nice we should we should call your parents or uh you know maybe we should video chat with them, and he just kind of like says, "Okay, yeah, yeah," and then it just never really happens
1: okay here's the thing: some people, men or women uh, um, have a different timing or they feel comfortable introducing their parents or the grandparents or family, um, it's not a sign of, of, of trust or mistrust. It's not a sign of what's going to happen next. It just depends on their own relationship and, and comfort level with their own parents. And yeah. so I don't think you should take it personally. My advice yeah. was this crazy pandemic and everything else. Just let it come from him. You know, here's yeah. the thing. And I've learned that, you know, uh, uh, listening to uh, my callers, and, uh, my family or friends being married. Honestly, at the end, if you get married to this guy, The only thing, and trust me, the only thing will really matter is not your parents or his, but you and him and whatever you will do together. And I think there is something to be said about this because there's too much expectation as a sign of we're going to the right direction because I met his parents or her parents. No, 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 no. It's all about you and him. So give it some time, build the relationship, let the pandemic fade away, and when he wants you to meet his parents, then he will. And it will be wonderful.
2: Very very good advice. Thank you. Yeah, that that helps me put a little bit of this into perspective for sure. Thank you. I really appreciate it.
1: You're most welcome, Tatiana. Thank you so much for calling and have a good night.
2: Thank you. You too.
1: When you're in a new relationship, how important is it for you to meet your partner's families? Let's talk about that next. When you're in a new relationship, things are going well, you know, six months into it or something like that, how important is it for you to meet uh, your new partners, parents, and families, right? How important is it? So I have a take on this, uh, maybe different than yours, but it's based on my parents' experience. I am not so interested in meeting your parents right away. I'm interested in you. I want to get to know you. And um, I'm always happy to meet the parents, but it's not something that I make like, a validation for the future, or, oh my God, she introduced me to her parents, so we good. No, 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 no. For me, that's on the side. You, who you are, what you love, what makes you happy, uh, what makes you unhappy, that's my priority. And the social life comes after that. I, w- I want to get to know your friends, slowly but surely, and when you wanted me to know your parents, I'll be happy to meet them. No urgency. I have a personal story to illustrate that point. Very personal. Coming up next. So, personal story about meeting the parents when you're in a new relationship. Um, My parents have been married, happily married, 57 years. And by the way, they are in Paris, so is the rest of my family, and I I, I miss them, you can imagine, a lot. But that aside, this is what I've learned from them. Uh, Early on, my parents have decided to uh, uh, leave both of their families on the sideline. Why? Because they wanted all the time for themselves. They didn't need the validation from, I met your parents, you met my parents, of course they did over time, but my mom is a very strong, feminist, independent woman, and my father is is, is this this human rights teacher and, and other things, and they were very into their own world, and they've developed this marriage that worked for them by always leaving the influence of the outside outside. So. Just a point of view, and then we'll see what you think on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. You call the next. If you have a question for me about your relationship, call the rendezvous now, please. 855 905 8255. Bonjour, Marc. Bonjour.
4: I, uh, Bonjour, I have Marc. a story I want to uh, talk about. Um, my girlfriend recently threatened to break up with me. Now, it's really this is just yesterday and she asked me over the last uh last month or so that she didn't want me to bring up the pandemic at all we've been dating for a few months now and uh it was really impossible to not bring it up and because of this she has I I not it happened three times I had to bring it up the third time uh because I thought maybe I was exposed to someone and uh, she just didn't want to hear it and when uh, I, I tried, and she told me yesterday that she was going to break up on me if I bring it up again. So I just want to know what you think about that and what you think maybe I should do.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's, it's kind of strange indeed. How does that make you feel when she tells you you can't talk about it?
4: Well, it's just, It's strange. It's one of the most important things that's happened in our lifetimes. and It's everywhere. It's in everything that we're doing right now. It's in all the choices we make. So it's really hard to not bring it up. So I don't know what she expects. I don't know how to do that.
1: Right. No, no. I understand. Um, well, listen. Here's the thing. How much do you care for this woman?
4: I, I like her a lot. You know, I've been with her for you know almost a year now, um, and uh, we were talking about moving in together.
1: Okay. But so, but I don't. Um, know. You're gonna have to make a choice. I mean, you know, I don't think we're gonna change our mind, um, because. What's more important for you, to keep your girlfriend happy and not mention the pandemic or almost never, uh, and talk about it with other people, or, you know, you feel like this is um, too much, and you feel like even your freedom of speech is being, you know, taken away from you, and you don't think you can date somebody who tells you what to say or not to say?
4: Yeah, I appreciate those words. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure what to do. I, I, I... Feel like i have to talk to her about it but even if i talk to her about it that means we have to talk about the pandemic so even talking about the feelings going on about it make it just difficult but oh, I'll, I'll make the effort
1: yeah i mean it's it's up to you but thank you so much for calling and, and have a good night you too thank you i got a good question for you to finish the show have you ever gone from just friends to dating let's talk about that next have you ever gone from just friends to dating you know, where you start good friends and then at one point, ding, sound of, of attraction, ding, that's what we say in France, ding. Anyway, uh, you voted on my social media at rendezvous Radio, 66% of you voted yes, 34% of you voted no, uh, I have voted yes in my head because I don't vote to my own uh, polls, uh, thank you so much for voting, and I think that it's so sometimes wonderful to start as friends and then to become Lovers, boyfriend, girlfriends, husband or wives, partners. I just think it's the universe in action, and that is wonderful too. Thank you so much for listening to me tonight. Thank you for being with me. Thank you very much. Et bonsoir.
0: The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.